I'm Brad Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS Kinston. Welcome back to the Brian Hanks Show. This is uh, hour two of the Brian Hanks Show. Today is Thursday, February the 15th in the year of the Lord 2024. This is hour two of episode 1024 of uh, the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, you missed a really fun hour. I uh, did uh, my regular monologue. We had Christopher Bradshaw on, uh, the girls' head basketball coach for Kenston High School, having senior tonight, uh, senior night tonight over at Viking Gymnasium, and also the great Perry Tindall joining us here on uh, the line. He was with us through this uh, last 20 minutes of the first hour. He's here with us for the first few minutes of this second hour, too. Welcome back, Coach. Thank you so much for hanging with us a couple extra minutes, sir. Oh, thank you, guys. I'm just excited to be be on and talking basketball. Hey, Perry, I'm going to be selfish for a minute, okay? <laughs> we, uh, You and I are real close. We're friends. Um, our kids, and I have the platform, and I have the radio platform, but, you know, we really are a family, and it segues into – the Patinos and how they've bought into Sebastian and everything. But Connor and Ollie are in um, middle school. Um, Ollie played volleyball at Contentia. Connor's made baseball. Ollie made softball. Just talk about how um, things are coming full circle for a minute for us as a as friends and family and everything we deal with. And, and then we'll get into our preview in Kingston and North and North. Yeah, nah, it's, it's crazy, man, like, I think you, you stop and you just, I, you know, I, I don't know how you feel, but I know that it's like, I still feel young now. I don't feel as young as I used to, but I look and I'm like, man, like I'm looking and Connor and Ollie, you know, just growing up when we, when I first took over the head job and, and you think back to all the memories of the, 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 the flights to, you know, Springfield, Massachusetts, and I have, I remember that vividly and, like, just how they've grown up and, you know, being in the athletic world and the high school world, and you look, and now they're they're competing and you're seeing them and they've been around all this their whole life, and now they're they're out there and we're, we're watching them compete on the, the field. And it's just – it's it's fun. Um because your kids, you know, grow up around so much of it, they hear so much of it, and they they, they gain a lot of knowledge, whether you realize it or not, just from being around uh, all the athletic events that they grew up uh, being around. And so, um, really proud of of Ollie and and really just her her willingness to to have just stepped out a little bit this year to say, hey, I'm going to try this. You know, she hasn't necessarily. I mean, clearly she hasn't even played softball, and she said, I just want to do it. I want to give it a go, and she's behind, but she's she's doing the best she can and made the team. And, you know, Connor, you know, gosh, how, how awesome. He's, he's poured in a lot, of, a lot of hard work and playing and, and to, to make the, the baseball team at Frank as a sixth grader is a huge testament. And so it's fun as, as parents to look and now see our kids entering into where we've operated for so long. You know, they're getting close, and – uh, really proud of them and excited to watch them, you know, over the, the next several years. Coach, I got to ask you, and that was, a, by the way, Jason, Thank great you. question, Thank outstanding you. question. I love watching Connor. I have loved watching Ollie grow up and True also. Uh, but I got to ask you, Coach, as a coach, I'm asking you to put your coach hat on for a second. When you're watching Ollie and even True participate, at, you know, in athletics, 
how hard is it or is it hard at all for you to just to, to be the parent instead of being a coach and watching your child play? Um, it is a little bit. I just think that, you know, I think the hard part has, for me is, is, you know, you want, you want the best for them and you want them to do it the right way. You know, you want them to play the right way. And, um, that's the part of teaching and learning, but I, man, like, it's fun. Like I love just sitting, sitting back and kind of watching, uh, you know, watching them do, do what they do. And, um, you know, it just brings a lot of, a lot of joy because you, you see them kind of, you know, branching out and spreading their wings and, and kind of figuring, you know, figuring a lot of things out. And, you know, I, I, I can't speak, you know, it's, it's crazy to me, um, how much like true, um, for instance, has uh, a, most every day he gets out of school, he comes up to our practice, and um, he whether we're we're here most of the time or if we're off campus, he's he's there, and you start to realize um, how I'm not paying attention to things, but he is just immersed into a wealth of information at such a young age every day that I'm finding him understanding things um, that I'm, you know, I just look and I'm like, wow, you know, and then he looks up to all our guys. And so I'm looking at him and he's in a boot right now. And he's out there like trying to Euro to copy the twins (laughs) or to Carlo. And, you know, he's just, uh, it's fun. It's, it's such a awesome thing that my kids have been able to, to be around uh, just, the, the sport culture and for me now to kind of watch and see them continue to, to learn and to, to try things and but take a lot of the, the, the things that they've heard and understanding the one thing that, that there's no doubt they'll be and uh, is they're going to be, you know, good teammates and they're going to have to, um, you know, be supportive because they, they know how important that is from probably listening to me uh, a whole lot. But, I love watching, you know, watching my kids compete. There's no doubt. And uh, I think we got a lot of fun years ahead, and as, as Jason does, you know, also. And as, as everybody who has kids does. But um, just uh, really neat and uh, fun, kind of fun time we're entering into. I am going to get Brian out of trouble and mention Avery. She, she She's an all-star softball player. He mentioned everybody but Avery. So, if she's <laughs> listening to this on the way to the game this afternoon – Mr. Brian just got too fast, and I it, did. It, yes, I love me some fine. Avery too. You everything's know that. fine. Yeah. All right, all right, PT. I was at the uh, North North South North game the other night. North North got off to a slow start, and then they settled in and did some really good things. Genesis Wiggins, Malachi Ramsey are the two catalysts that that drive that ship over there. What you got to do to slow them down, and what what do you got to do to um, finish it off tonight? Well, I, you know, clearly. What happened? What happened at North and North? Uh, won't you know? We, if you think we're going to be able to like recreate exactly how it all happened at uh, North and North, you know I, that that's not going to happen. You know, we we've got to tonight's game will will be tonight's game, and so I I, I expect North and North um, to give us the absolute best best possible uh, effort that they can they can give us and we've got to we're gonna have to, to exceed kind of their 
the the passion that they're going to come in here with tonight, you know, and, and I always talk about it, you know, uh, you can throw the records out when, when you have rivalries involved and, um, clearly they've got, you know, they've got some players that, that can, can, can hurt you. And so really for us, from a defensive standpoint, we've got to, we just got to be on top of, of knowing personnel and knowing what tendencies are and, and really taking away comfort spots and, and really make it, make it hard for them, um, to do, you know, what they're going to want to do. And, um, you know, just gotta be, gotta be ready. Very good. Again, that voice you're listening to, that is Perry Tindall, uh, graciously giving us a lot of his time here this morning on, uh, the Brian Hanks show. Uh, let's, let's talk about, uh, the, the conference race right now. Obviously you guys, one loss in the conference, Southwest Onslow, one loss in the conference, definitely need to get that win tonight, uh, to stay atop the conference. How's that going to work out for the conference tournament next week? Uh, who's going to be, let's just say, and, and coach, I'm never assuming anything, but let's just say the scenario happens that you guys end up being, uh, you know, you end up winning tonight. Southwest Oslo ends up winning tomorrow night. Who is going to be the one seed in the conference going into the tournament next week? Yeah, well, uh, like you said, I, I we definitely have got to, you know, we we know we've got to take care of business tonight. Yes, Tonight's yes, yes. the most important game for sure. Um, but, for, you know, if, if we're able to, to take care of business, um, the RPI will, just, will determine the one seed. Uh, so – we would carry the one seed uh, into the conference tournament based on our RPI. Um, and then from there, um, the number one that would come out of the league will be determined by who makes it the farthest in the conference tournament. And should we both lose in the same round, we will have a special game to determine who the one seed will be. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, it's been a while since you uh... – I played in Viking Gym, and I don't know if you buy into it, and this is big a deal to you as it seems to me, um, kind of uh, observing things. But it's been a while since you've been there. How does it? How is it going to make a difference being back at home and getting back on the bigger floor versus some of the smaller gyms that you played in? You know, over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean it. It, it definitely. It plays into different uh, game plans. There's no doubt. I mean, there's 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 pros and cons to playing on the uh, each floor. But clearly, on ours, it is it is nothing that people are used to uh, for the majority of, of our of our league teams um, because it's it's a full you know it's a full 94 feet, and so um, you know from a from a conditioning standpoint, you we we talk about that you know we want to have the conditioning advantage um, as much as we can, and you know our guys running on this floor uh, clearly uh, should give us you know the advantage there because it is a little bit different. And is it also wider? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think so um it's just longer the length yeah the, the length is uh is is the, the difference and i think most of the time you know we there's been i know there's games where for me i can remember you know looking out there and and real and realizing you know this floor was a was a big advantage for us tonight um just because you can't 
you know, there's just, you, you can't, if you don't, if you're not playing on it, you don't, you don't really know. And so, but you've got to make it your advantage too, because with mm-hmm. more space, you've got to be better defensively. And so, um, you know, there's, there's, there's aspects. You, you, your home court's your home court and it should be an advantage. And, and, uh, for the most part, it has been, uh, over the, the course of, of a lot of years here. Um, but again, you know what? It's, it's still, you got to, you got to go out there and, and get the job done. Well, very good. Well, we'll end it with this. Keys to the victory tonight, Coach. Uh, again, uh, please come out to Kenston High School tonight for senior night. Kenston versus North North, biggest game in eastern North Carolina, in my opinion, taking place tonight over at Viking Gymnasium. Uh, only three games tonight. So uh, what, what, what time? I guess this is my question. I've got a couple of questions here, Coach. Uh, right. what are keys to the victory tonight and about what time do you anticipate with senior night activities and everything that, uh, your boys will be uh, running onto the court tonight to play the game, sir. The JV boys are going to start at four thirty, Um, and then I say the girls will start, uh, anywhere probably closer to six. Um, so the girls will be done closer to seven fifteen. um, and so, actually, you know, the girls may start somewhere between 545, 6, and then the girls are going to play. And so, uh, probably 715, 730. And then I would say senior night, probably, I say we're going to tip somewhere around 745. That's, that's maybe my, okay. my, my, my thought. Um, but as far as us tonight, um, we, I think defensively, we've got to, to make sure we contain uh, the players that, that have the biggest influence for North and North. And so defensive containment is going to be important. Help side, uh, you know, our guys being in the gap and stunting early drives, we've got to make sure we're good defensively and really not letting them be comfortable uh, getting to the rim and really uh, make them have to work on, on, on the offensive end. And then it's, that's going to lead to we can't give second-chance opportunities. We're going to have to rebound very well. Um, as usual for us, is always uh, a big key because we do, you know, our lack of size can 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 cause some issues sometimes with the in the rebounding department. So we've got to really, really be good deep, uh, on the rebound rebounding end. Um, and then offensively, I think we've just got to uh, continue. I thought we took a big, big step against Wallace Friday night with understanding the management piece of games and. If you look, we extended our lead uh, every quarter, and so we just chipped away with smart basketball. And I think that, you know, you got to get the emotions out of tonight, and you really have got to play good team basketball on the offensive end, too, to really make them have to work hard on the defensive end and don't, you know, don't bail them out with, you know, single-sided possessions and, you know, lack of ball movement and the ball sticking. We've got to really – um, you know, make them work and really attack and transition where we can, but make them work. And so I know that's a, a lot of information, but those are, those are things we feel like have just gotta, gotta, gotta happen tonight to, to walk out of here with a win. Hey, you know what? I lied to you, coach. I got one more question for you, but it's not about tonight. It's about the, uh, HBCU classic, uh, Winston-Salem state versus Virginia union Saturday at the all-star game or all-star weekend, which will be by the way, on TNT, ESPN2, and NBA TV, how proud are you of uh, IP or of uh, Isaac Parson and of Jeremy Dixon and heck, even of Amaji? I know uh, you know 
you, you play you coached against him for several years but to have that kind of representation of Kinston and Lenore County at the All-Star weekend how proud are you of those young men I'm really proud man like oh, what an opportunity that is for them and you know what like that that just speaks Kinston basketball is is recognized nationwide and I have so many stories of people that talk about man you know, they're wearing a Kinston jersey and somebody says, you from Kinston, did you play there? You know, like it's just <laughs> – and then so you you get these guys to get on the national platform and to play in that game um, Friday is just really awesome. It speaks to, to all, you know, really Isaac, Jeremy, Maje, you know, their their journeys um, to, to be where they're at. And, you know, you, Isaac hitting the game winner uh, the other night you know, on senior night and what, what a career he's had, what a career he had here and to see that come uh, to an end for him. But the way it's happening and the, the year he's having um, is just really, really awesome. And so I'm really happy for those guys and, and really them continuing to carry the torch of, of Kinston basketball and guys doing it at the next level and just the opportunity they have to do that. Um, how awesome is that going to be? And I, you know, I got to say this, Brandon Ingram's an all-star, um, always has been, always will be. People said I was crazy when he, I said he should have been drafted first over Ben Simmons. But you know what? Like, the way Brandon's operating, you know, he's always a, a, a dude. And you know what? He should be there. And um, I loved his I loved his quote uh, I, I saw where, you know, <laughs> coaches didn't vote him in, but they're running double teams and, 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 and having to scheme against him every night. But um, – you know, I, he's 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 all star in my book too, and should be there. But um, he's going to keep chipping away, I know as well. Hey, listen, Coach. We ask you to hang out a couple extra minutes into the second hour. Oh, you only stayed with us for twenty minutes into the second hour, Coach. Thank you for always, as you always are, so generous with your time with us. Good luck in tonight's game. I I am just so excited to 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 be there and see all those seniors be honored tonight. Thank you so much for joining Jason and I this morning, Coach. Absolutely. Jason, thank you, man. And Brian, thank you. And look, I, I have to say, Brian, you um, you make senior nights what they are, too, and as a big part of it. Maybe doesn't always feel like it, but the, the energy you give every night when, when these kids play um, is, is huge, and it goes into to the memories that they have. And so thank you for, for being a part of not, not, not only senior night, every game, but really – senior nights and, and really, you know, helping these guys to, to have, have a moment that they'll never forget. So thank you for what you do. And thanks for having me on this morning. Coach, you're the best, sir. Thank you so much. Hey, if you're not too lazy, you can come up in the crow's nest and do pregame with me. <laughs> Did you hear me? Perry? Did you hear that PT? Hey, hey, I, I, hey let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll come with bells and whistles. Can you climb up there? I know you hey, can. Hey, if my, right. hey, let me tell you this, hey. Coach Tindall. If my fat butt can climb up there, uh, I, I know you're in shape. Uh, what, 45-year-old self can come up there, okay? <laughs> That's right. Well, how That's old right. Are you? Yeah, how no old problem. Are you, coach? How old are you, Coach? I'm, I'm 44. 44? Okay, you're 44. He's a couple years younger than I am. There you go. Hey, Coach Tindall again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We'll see you tonight, sir. See you in a little while, bud. Sounds good. See y'all. There you go. That's Perry Tandle, head basketball coach. Dude, how about we just did 40 minutes with asking yeah. for 20? He always, yeah. And I mean, the same thing with Coach Bradshaw. Yep. I mean, both of them just very gracious, very generous with their time. We appreciate, absolutely appreciate both of them. 
And, uh, man, I don't even know where to go. There's so many things. I definitely uh, – let's stay on this theme for a little bit, though, since we're in That's it fine. so we don't have to circle back to it. Just your senior night. You played football at North Lenore High School. <laughs> Funny uh, story. Go ahead. I want to hear it. Tell uh, me about your senior night at North Lenore. So, uh, I vividly remember it. I can't tell you who it was about. Please stop rubbing. Oh, it's coming across. It? Yeah, it's coming across. Bubble wrap. Bubble here. wrap, yeah. I'm fidgeting. I'm nervous. <laughs> don't be nervous. Why? I mean, you're you committing me to getting ink put in my body. Yes, permanently. you are. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But go ahead. Tell me about but, your senior uh, night, North and North. What year? Uh, it was fall or October 95. Okay. Um, I don't remember who the opponent was. I can I can figure it out. But um, me and some of my friends decided that we were going to uh, surprise our parents. So we warmed up. Uh, we had our helmets on. We never took them off until they called our names. And we all where our heads were as slick as our bottoms were the day we were born. And our parents were furious. <laughs> that it's the first buzz cut is... I ever had. Oh, yeah. And we did it like that afternoon. It was, I think it was an early out day, and we had that afternoon. But Yeah. Coach, well, were, Coach, were there any ramifications of that afterward? No, nah, man. Okay. I didn't know. Nah, I didn't 18-year-old kids. Yeah. I mean, if we were Connor's age, it might have been. But, <laughs> but that was fun. And, you know, Coach Floyd, he, he had a good laugh. By the way, I looked it up just for uh, poops and giggles here. Uh, your final game, a close loss, you took on Raleigh Enlow. That was that was the endowment game. Yep, you took on Raleigh Enlow, hey, a it? close 26-22 to 22 loss where's to Enlow. Where's that money at? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's in a, it's somebody's bank account. That's exactly where it is. But you're right, October 26, 1995 versus Raleigh Enlow. And then you go to West Carteret the next week and only lose by three points. Yep. Those are tell our, everybody how y'all finished that year. Oh, and 11. I've documented that <laughs> you well. Have, you have. Those, hey, you're talking to someone who had the state's longest losing streak well, yeah, in prep basketball when I was at North Wilkes. So that I can't. was two. That those two losses hurt. The one at West Carteret really hurt because we had. I mean, we we had some opportunities to win that game. We well, you scored yeah. 32 points in the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, but we had. We were low on numbers that year. We had some sophomores, um, Defonte Coleman. A.J. Gooden were two freshmen that played a ton. Defonte went on to play at uh, Carolina um, football. And um, you can see that we got better throughout the year. I mean, the 65 nothing loss to East Duplin yep. in the beginning of the year is not good. And you, remember lost, the, you remember the score against South Lenore? Because I, I got it right here in front of me, dude. September 1st, 1995 no, at South Lenore. It was a 13. 13 points. 14. Look yeah. at you, man. 28-14 was a loss there. You remember how bad the loss was against Kenson? At your place. 54-12. 50-12. Look at you, yeah. man. You're doing some Jimmy Smith stuff right here. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. You, you know, we've done this with Coach Smith before on trips. Remember, yeah. I'll break out the laptop. Yeah. And I ask him, hey, what was the score? Yeah, I mean, your... I remember I remember that Kenson game was actually pretty competitive until, you know, midway through the third quarter. I mean, it was – I mean, we were within a touchdown or so. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, Kinsley's a huge 4A school. I mean, we played against Nick Harvey, Kevin Ward. I mean, all those guys. And we you just, played against Nick Harvey? Mm -hmm. Yep, Kevin Ward. Me and Nick both graduated in 96. I guess I didn't realize yeah. that. You seem so much older than him. <laughs> Have you seen him? Coach just, Harvey, just, I hope you're listening Just because right he's losing weight doesn't mean he's any younger. I mean, you're not oh. taking years off. But oh, here's a funny here's a funny story. Probably, I don't know. Nick can tell tell us, but 
in where Piggly Wiggly is now, in the plaza, there was a Brindles. I don't know if you remember the chain Brindles. Brindles started in Elkin, North Carolina, yeah. where I grew up. Yeah, I so, absolutely so remember that, Brindles. That part, or, or that shopping center was there, but it was totally different. Yeah. And a company came in, and they had um, a three-on-three basketball tournament. They put up goals. It was half-court three-on-three. And me and three of my buddies made it to the finals against Nick and his squad, and they beat us. How bad? Was it pretty close? No, no it was close. Yeah. Ask Nick about it when you see him tonight. He he can tell you. I forget I who was on well, his team. Yeah, but it was us four against them four. Yeah. What was he like as a? Because you know I've only known He's him. Tough for, man. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, just like his his son was. I mean, just tough. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. But I mean, we've always been friends. We've always, even before my relationship at Kenston High, whenever I, get, you know, married into the Hill family and the amount of respect that he has for my in laws and, um, but it was. I mean, it was always mutual, but, I mean, we've become closer. I mean, his dad, I don't know that there's another man on the planet like his father, yep. how much he gives and people never know about. I mean, we go out to eat dinner, and we, we won't even see him. He's done the same to me. I continue, but he's done the same to Linda. And we I, won't I even see him. Yeah. Like, he'll slide out, <laughs> and I'll look up, and I'll see him walking outside, and I'm like, got Son me, of a got gun. me again. <laughs> yeah. And then the – and then I asked for the check, and it's oh, it's already been taken care of. And I'm like, yep, he yep. did it again. But he's notorious for that. And I mean, that stuff means more to me than I don't know most people. Not most people, but most actions. I mean, he doesn't have to do stuff like that. But he is, and he's such a good guy. And I can tell you, even personally, from his, I've I'll say this without revealing any names. I've had a couple of friends get yep. into law trouble. Yep. Heck, my sister doesn't even mind me saying this. Yeah. My sister, when she lived with me back yeah. in early, like 2009, 2010, she got in trouble a couple of times. Yeah. And you know what? I called him, and he—I mean, yeah. he had her out of—he had her out of jail in uh, yep. in less than an hour both times. And yeah, he. Uh, so I mean, I he's, mean a, he, he's a. It's a different kind of work. Yeah, and he does that, but he he uses his resources that he makes from doing that kind of work to really positively impact. I mean, there's just so much. And yeah. I know he doesn't want to shoot. He's a very humble man. Well, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to humble brag here for a second. Remember I told you, you know, I'm very honored. I'll say it till the day I die that Jerry Stackhouse invited me to, yep. uh, his, uh, uh, post hall of fame celebration. Mm -hmm. And there were only about 50 or 60 yeah. of us, dude. I was in the top 50. Okay. Yeah, I, I know. How freaking cool is that? So anyway, but I took Paul, yeah. took Paul Whittington to it. And, uh, I walk in there and, you know, of course, dap up Jerry and his beautiful wife and all that. And guess who was sitting over in the corner? Nick yeah. Harvey, Be, uh, you know, uh, the lawyer, Nick yeah. Harvey. And, uh, and he, I didn't hardly know anybody there. Cause it was a bunch of like, yeah. you're talking about Jerry's generation, your generation, right. Jerry's generation. <laughs> athletes that are there or you know not athletes anymore but yeah. you know no, i get it grown people but mr harvey took me around and introduced me to people and it, he didn't have to do that he could have been like oh here's this goofy looking guy from kenson's right. here I'll, I'll say hey to him but let me he didn't do that he took me by the arm hey this is this walk, person walk he yep. exactly and it was just who does that yep. you know he didn't have to do that don't get to see him as much as we used to i wish i could spend more time with him but good dude man yeah Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, sorry, uh, I got off top, top of no, talking about my, my three on three basketball career. It was one <laughs> tournament. 
Yeah. I love it. I dude, you know I love this kind of stuff, man. Okay. <coughs> Let's uh talk about tonight. Uh yep. it's gonna be on the radio. Yep. And, and we are, and I know you're the exact same way. We're encouraging people go to the game tonight. Absolutely. We want you to be there for senior night. Yep. But if you can't go if you can't or you're interested and and, and you just don't wanna go, I get it. But we're um I just text the guys. Uh we're gonna go live at seven with the pregame show. Um, if the girls and senior night goes long, then, you know, we'll just have a longer pregame show, but the goal is to go live at seven and we'll get you caught up in the conference. Uh, we'll talk a little ACC basketball in the pregame. No, you don't have to do that. Oh, I'm going to just because you just gave me that reaction. <laughs> and we're going to talk heavily about where Virginia is oh. in the week that they've had, but, uh, no, I mean, just get ready. And then, you know, we're going to, um, Davis wholesale tire, uh, game of the week will be back next week. Uh, we're going to do the conference final is is the plan. Uh, we're not going to do all the games in the conference yeah. like Woody Durham and Carolina Sports Network used to do with ACC tournaments. It's just too much. But we'll be back. And, um, I'll and be, that is scheduled to be Friday night, so a week yeah, from tomorrow. Yep, yep next Friday. Yeah. So um, a lot of cool things going on, and we'll uh, – yeah. And very likely. And, I mean, listen, anything can happen. Believe me, we've seen years yeah. where anything can But Kenson would be going for their eight. If they were to make yeah. it to the championship, and Coach Tindall right now, he's cringing no, he, if he's yeah, listening to me yeah. right now. If Kenson is fortunate enough to make it to the conference championship game next week, it'll be at Kenson High School. Well, let's just be honest. there would be they're, the 18th consecutive. Uh, they'll be going for their 18th consecutive conference championship. Yeah, and we're not talking about anything that's not – public knowledge here and we're not forecasting anything but i want to but, see them against southwest again too. but but what i'm saying is the the conference i think there's there's kinston there's southwest and then there's everybody else yeah and um, like in basketball and girls yeah, basketball yeah. east duplin and yeah. southwest and i don't think that uh i don't think kinston the southwest i'm not saying they haven't had some tough games but none of them have been dangerously close yeah. at the end so that tells me that that those two teams are just different and you know, if I was a bet man, I would I'd say Kinston Southwest and Southwest and um, East Duplin for the conference championship. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Underdog fantasy. Uh, I've had a couple of good days. I, did I tell you I bottomed out during the big game? Oh yeah, I, I did, it. man. I. I, I, I that's why I I'm trying to be lucky. honest with our listeners. I'll I try to be on. You know, listen. You're not going to win every time. Yeah. You know. And dude, I got all the way down to zero. Guess what? And I haven't put yeah. any more back in. I won my last game of the big game. And then got the me back up to nights. 75, and I've won the last cut. Dude, I'm back up to 225, man. Attaboy. Good deal. How about that, dude? Are you just doing three picks? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing the two and three picks. Oh, I, I went, think that's what I've found. I went, I went big on the Super Bowl and had some fun with it. I mean, they were just small $5 um, wagers. But um, I, didn't, I didn't do well in the Super Bowl. But I had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah. Cause I was, it just didn't go the way I thought it would yeah. go. I, me either. I mean, I could have hit three hundred eighty-two bucks on a five pick because I took some some outlier things. Uh, and, and you did the insurance also? Or? No, no, oh, no. Okay, no, no. It was one of the scorchers. Oh, okay. Um, Tell everybody what a scorcher is for yeah, folks who aren't familiar with underdog fans. It's a, it's a long shot, but it gives you better better odds. So if if it says times two and and you pick all five, and it's normally twenty. Then it's forty times. Yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. Um, but I really thought, I really thought the energy of the Super Bowl that 
Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey would be into it early, and they just didn't seem interested yeah. early. I mean, I had – I picked higher than 38.5 receiving yards for Kelsey in the first half. He's had 60 the past two times, and he had one catch for one yard. Yep. And I was glad he got in Andy Reid's face because I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm in your head, in, I'm no, no, kidding. no, no, no. In your head, you're like, he's doing that for me. Listen, I'm letting Jason Bryant down right now. Yeah, Please. exactly. <laughs> like, like you want to win, <coughs> put me in. I mean, it carries about that Friday night li- lights quote with. Uh, yeah. Well, I told you about, and I sent it to you too, man. The next morning after that, uh, Pelicans uh, Lakers game. Where I did the, I don't do a lot of fives, but yeah. I felt really good about this one. And I got four of the five, and the one that I missed was Rui Hachimura. Was, yeah, by one point, if he'd have scored. And he had 21 points going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And then all the other ones started win, win, win. And I'm like, oh my God. But then I'm like, what is wrong with Rui? And I saw I turned the game on. I was that sick of, uh, yeah. made me sick. And he's on the court. It's not like he's on. And dude, they'd pass it to him. Fake a shot, he'd pass it to somebody else. I'm like, oh, you got to do one more point, and that I but lost. How, but how good are the odds makers? Oh, dude, they they know what they're doing, dude. Like Brandon's, because I I put one on Brandon. I put one, or uh, I did a higher lower on Brandon. I did a higher lower on uh, Zion. I can't even remember. The, uh, and every single one of them were within like a point or two yeah. or a rebound or two. Oh, they know what they're doing. Don't get it twisted, man. But yep. but, dude, one more point. Jason Bryant, one more point, and I would have won $750 on a $25. Uh, yep. I, are we allowed to call it a wager? We can call it a wager, yeah. yeah. On a $25 wager, one point. And he had 21 points the whole fourth quarter. It just enhanced. It's, <sighs> it's not really about winning and losing for me as much as it is enhances the uh, the experience, the yeah. way that you watch sports. Yeah. It, it's just different. I mean, you'll, you'll find yourself pulling – or rooting, like pulling for or rooting against a player, yeah, um, that uh. that you don't even that you don't even know is on the court. But you're like, I know, <laughs> I know that guy can get more than one and a half rebound in a game, and then he gets one. Can I or tell you none. something, dude? What? I hate Rui Hachimura now. Okay, <laughs> I've seen a couple of games since then, and he's on the court, and I just, dude, it's like I'm not even playing. Like my heart just goes. Yeah. I, I just get. I'm, I'm still mad at him, man. He cost me seven hundred. I had already. Here's what is bad, and here's how I knew I jinxed. I was already thinking about what I was going to spend it on. I was yeah, like, you were done at that point. I'm not even joking. I was like, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to win seven. I'm going to get me a new pair of shoes. <laughs> exactly. I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave. I'm going to withdraw because I'm not withdrawing any yet. I was yeah. like, you know what? I think I'm going to withdraw 750. I'm going to withdraw like oh, 250. The worst thing ever. And then, like you said, dude, you know me way too. Well. I was like, I'm going to go to the Nike outlet and I'm going to go buy me another pair of shoes because I earned it. And then. Rui Hachimura just lets me down, Like, man. baby, fire the grill up. We eating Bubba Burgers tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not eating the, the cheap 80% fat yeah. burgers. We're eating a Bubba Burger tonight. Yeah. Well, that's uh, funny. Anyway, man. St. Jude, uh, WRNS St. Jude Golf Classic. You talked um, about it last week. Where are we at right now? We're full. Golfers are full. Um, <laughs> it happened yesterday. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. No, you're good. We uh, filled up yesterday. Might have a couple more spots open up. I have some sponsors spots available for um I got a couple more sponsorships available if anybody's interested. And that can get you into a sold out tournament that way. But um if I don't end up selling those by midweek next week, then I'll probably open up for a couple more um people to register for 
spots. But, I mean, right now, 60, 60 teams times two, 120 golfers. It's wow. a lot. It's a lot, dude. Well, I don't know why this reminds me of David Glenn, but I've got David Glenn locked in for ACC Tournament Week. Awesome, he's man. He's going to do an appearance. Uh, the Thursday when you yep. come on, he's cool. going to come on with us uh, Thursday That's of ACC awesome. Tournament Week. Look forward so. to talking with him. It's, it's been a year. It has, yeah. The last time we talked to him was uh, – Got to do better because we got to get him on before football season too. We need to make a reminder. Of we'll that. do that. Oh, we'll do that. But I just thought you know, everybody pulls at him all the time, I know. dude. And I try not to, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, dude. Yep. I try not to. But uh, how about we got Alex Hayden on from Motor Racing Network? And I know you're such a big. <laughs> I wish for this was video. Uh, you're such a big NASCAR fan, but the voice of. Motor Racing Network will be joining us tomorrow. Paul and I, uh, I'll be in Garner tomorrow. I'm doing the show from uh, Garner and uh, Alex Hayden Kids live from Daytona. School. Kids are out of school. I'll yep. be sleeping when you talk to him tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Well, you listen to the replay at 3 o'clock. You're not going to be sleeping all the way. Into, well, actually, he'll be with us in the second hour, so the 4 o'clock hour tomorrow. Maybe. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're infamous. Look, for your, I, your, no, your, it's, not, it's not hate. Like, I'm trying, Brian. I'm watching that. Like, I'm an episode into the NASCAR thing on – on Netflix, I haven't so, watched it. Is so, it good? so I'm, it's okay, but I mean, I just don't. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, I can like, appreciate I'm, that. I'm trying, I'm trying because I love racing. Yeah. I do. Like, my ideal racing is going to these local tracks and and smelling the fuel and the rubber and, I mean, that's what does it for me. But I I just can't do NASCAR. There's too much BS in it, man. Yeah. Like, I agree with that. Like you're I, but I agree with you. I agree. But with I mean, you. it's like. It's just like going back and rewatching the NFL game to me and saying, oh, well, we took this away from this person. So what you saw really didn't happen. And it's just, I understand they had to police at some point, but some of it's just, it's just racing, Brian. At the end of the day, get in a car and see who's faster. I mean, you got to go to a, you know what? No, no, no. Hey, are you listening to this? I'm listening. I will buy your ticket because you're so good to me. I'm serious. You and I and Paul and the Bowie brothers, because they go to a lot of races. We're either going to go to Darlington or uh, Richmond or somewhere this year. And I, when's the last time? Have you been to a NASCAR race? Have you ever in your life Man, been? I, I used to go camp out in, in the infield in Darlington every year. Okay. I See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, That's how much well, I love it. We're going to take you back, and it's going to be on my I've dime, been, and we're going to go. I've been to the all-star race in Charlotte multiple times. I've been to Darlington four or five times. I've been to Richmond. I've been to Bristol. I like it. I've been to Dover. Yeah. Okay, well, then you've been to a lot. But still, I want to take you and us go. And like I said, you and I and Paul, Scott will probably go with us too. We'll get the Bowie brothers to go, or they'll be going already. They always go to all the races. Let's find us a race and let's go. And uh, we'll we'll enjoy an adult beverage or two. And (laughs) we'll, we'll have a good time at the race, man. That to me is the biggest difference, dude. Racing on TV. It's all right, dude. It's cool. But to me, NASCAR is the same as the NHL, dude. I cannot watch, dude. I promise. And I try to, I have the package. I can't watch NHL on TV, dude. They're just, it's not, but dude, you go to the game and it's amazing. Same thing with racing. Now you get to find out more about what's going on when you watch it on TV, but dude, there's nothing like you said, dude, then sitting at Richmond and you're right there on totally top of agree. it and at North Wilkesboro, like Paul and yeah. I did last year. And, uh, you're, you're smelling the fumes and the noise is so loud. You've got to have noise yeah. canceling headphones on or whatever. Cause if you don't, you're going to leave there deaf, you yeah. know, but it's just like, like for me, it's no different than church for me. I'm a huge traditionalist. Like I go to church, I want to hear the organ and the piano and I want to 
I want to see what him. What a weird comparison, but continue. No, it's just tradition. You like, can't watch NASCAR, church on TV. NASCAR meant something to me back when it was still in its grassroots and growing. Yeah. And now, like, in, in the Netflix, I see a guy that's a race car driver now that's very talented. I'm not taking away. But he learned how to do it on a video game. Like, I know. Like, that's a great story, but it doesn't do it for me. I like. That's William Byron, right? Yeah. Isn't he? I like the guy that grew up watching his dad race and worked on his dad's race cars and finally got his shot and learned how to drive. I don't know, man. I'm just weird, dude. Dude. I'm weird. Thank you so much, man. Yep. Uh, we got to get John and Jonathan in here and play the birthday game. But, uh, dude, I'm excited about tonight. I really am, man. And, uh, it's going to be guys fun. Are hey, I'll go on a halftime if you want me to. I'll get my stats all called up. If you want me for a couple minutes, I'll. I usually, I usually keep the stats, but you're way better. You're more than welcome to do halftime with them. Barry needs, well, a, no, Barry needs a break. Well, I mean, I'll you jump Barry on with you. Barry break and you and I. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. You and I do it at halftime. Yep. Okay, listen. Thank you so much to uh, to you. Hey, let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the Thursday, February 15th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It's Thursday, February the 15th in the year of the Lord 2024. It's time to play the birthday game. And I got to tell you, Jonathan Massey, I thought uh, I thought you had pretty much given up this month. And now the last two days, you had a perfect game yesterday, your first perfect game since June and you've uh, you've uh, beat your daddy over here nine to one in birthdays the last two days, dude. You actually lead in birthdays twenty six twenty four, but Dawson, you lead six days to four in birthdays though, so you still have the lead. God bless the electoral college. There you go. Uh, but Jonathan, what what has happened the last couple of days? You know, I've just uh, I've started eating salads for lunch, so you know, I'm, I'm my blood pressure's going down. Are you really eating salads for lunch every day? Okay, yeah. Well, my, this is honest to God true. I went to the doctor a few weeks ago, um, and my blood pressure was like 165 over 85. And I was just like, you know what? Maybe I should yeah, dial back the fast good. food. That first number's not. No, nah, it, it needs to be about 45 points lower. So wow. I, I'm doing very small amounts of light salad dressing on it. it one, it, and not that this really matters, but it's a lot cheaper, too. I just... Probably spending. Do you make your own salad, or do you yeah, pick one up? I, he uh, he called me Sunday night. Who's he? John. Okay. Sorry, for the for the radio listener. John called me Sunday night to talk to me about um, listening to some stuff to make sure everything was on the up and up after a recent snafu. Mm. And uh, and I was actually uh, you know <clears throat> getting all the the lettuce and spinach and uh, the accoutrements, the carrots, radishes bell peppies yeah i said what are you doing he said cutting radishes i said quit making jokes what are you doing <laughs> don't like radishes man not a radish guy eh, it's, just, it's a filler but fast food if you get a combo a day for a week that's 50 bucks yeah so 200 yeah. bucks a month yeah so now i'm down to what maybe three dollars a day wow and i need to do that dude I'd, I'd probably need to go i need i haven't had a checkup in a minute and, uh, man, like my right hand will go numb. Like even right now, as we're sitting here right now, my fingers are tingling a little bit. And, uh, like my feet go numb sometimes, you know, just for no reason. I mean, it's I can it's feel it's them, but they're sitting a while too. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, and then like, I'll check my heartbeat on my Apple watch, you know? Yeah. I don't even want to know what my resting heartbeat is. Yeah, right my, in fact, I, this will be a fun, uh, experiment right now. Let's see what mine is right now. For those of you listening at home, this is the medical hour on WRNS. This is the medical hour on Walmart. So Brian and I watched Dr. Strange Love the other day. Yeah, tell him about that. Uh, oh, heart rate. My heart rate right now, 
Well, it was 83 just three minutes ago, so it's not that bad. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. So Mine's probably 183. but You really think so? No, but I, I do think it's at 34 years old, it's faster than it should be. Well, I looked over at John, so it went up to 90. Okay. <laughs> You know what's scary? That's 92, and you know it's going up. You know Look. what's scary? Yeah, what? He's not telling a lie. <laughs> <laughs> what's well, it up to now? 93. <laughs> okay, I'm going to look at John. Right, let's go back to Dr. Strange. Oh, now it's down to 12. <laughs> um, let's go back to Dr. Strange. Look. Okay, go ahead. You tell me. You're the one oh, I was worried uh, it about. It was good. I mean, but you guys have prepared me. And I mean, and I mean even more specifically, Jonathan, that, listen, it's not a slapstick, you know, thing that you're used to, you know, that I, that I enjoy. I mean, that I admittedly. You know, I'm a Dumb and Dumber fan. I'm a, you know, that kind of comedy fan, an Anchorman fan that, you know, not the uh, whatever. This was, it was very smart. It was very, you could tell it was very smartly written. Uh, definitely, though, it was written for its audience in, what, 1964 or whatever. So well, 60 that's kind of thing could happen now. I didn't mean that. I didn't yeah. say that in a bad way. It's just it is what it is. I mean, you know, that's one of the things you and I have talked about. Jonathan will never really understand what it was like to live in the Cold War. I mean, when I remember being in elementary school and us having our nuclear, you know, our nuclear war drills where we would go out in the hall and put our head between our legs and, you know, I mean, we did that. You got as no, close as you could well, to the people next to you. and Well, even now, the wrong person gets a little capsule of something and fire it off, rock it off the back of a camel, same thing. So, it's crazy. But it was good. I mean, I laughed. I didn't laugh as much as you did. Mm. But uh, I knew things were coming up when he would start. You could hear him low-key going, <laughs> before it started. You did that a couple of times, dude. And so I knew when to, to be ready. But, yeah, one of the uh, one of the tenets of the uh, opening for the show that you did is. Uh, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. I know. I love that. And it was good. I, dude, I laughed. I thought it was cool how they had Am I going to be a spoiler if I say anything that happened in a movie? It movie was came out in the 60s. Ago. I wouldn't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. But uh, I like my favorite. You didn't ask who my favorite character was. Who's your favorite character? The Russian ambassador. How he would keep trying to surreptitiously take pictures of oh, uh, the yeah. war room, take pictures of stuff. Uh, it was very subtle. It's, it was a good movie. It's very subtle. But mm-hmm. And then at the end, he does it again, you know, and he's down there tying his shoe and click, 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 click. <laughs> well, it was with his watch, right? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Well, uh, so I think it was a good movie. I thought the fun. choice of t- till we meet, we'll meet again someday as the world is blowing up is yeah. pretty funny. That was cool. Next time I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you into some Michael Mann movies next. I want to. You know what I do want. We're gonna see? lead up to Heat. Oh, okay. We're gonna start at a spot and see, lead he up. He knew to where heat. I was going with that. That's Don't a big start bill. with Heat. We're gonna really? lead up to Heat. Well, that's a Bill Simmons loves that movie so much. Yeah, he's done it on the rewatchables three times. The Heat, the reheat, and the re reheat. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. No, he loves. He loves uh, Heat. The very but first I'm telling movie. you, if you see his some of his previous work to that, you'll enjoy it more. Okay. You, you've seen Heat, right? Yeah. Good? Very. Oh. Jonathan Massey. I think I may have just had a little mini stroke there. Jonathan Massey. Uh, <laughs> I will tell you this, though, and I hate to say this because I know it's bound to happen to me, and I'm going to speak it into existence here on the show. What's that thing where, like, half your face fails palsy? Dude, I am so scared of that, man. And I've known several people here in Kenston. Haven't we're not going to name any names, but yeah. several people. That one scares me. And so, if you see me just smile, it's because I'm just checking to see if I've had balls, bell, balls, Paul. What? Is it? What is it? Bell's, Bell's palsy. palsy. Bell's palsy. Yeah, Bell's palsy. Why are y'all laughing? Because you said Bell's palsy. 
I could I, you that. knew what I meant. I know, but it was funny. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> well, I'm scared of that dude. I mean, that that. I think I'd be more scared of the second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey. Yeah. Uh, tell us about Goico Technology Service Providers. Um, <laughs> Goico Technology Service Providers. Um. A wonderful, wonderful company, uh, friend of the show, sponsor of the segment, and they uh, they do some incredible things for our community and, and surrounding communities. Um, not just Kentson, Lenore County, but by God, we're right here in Kentson, Lenore County, and that's who we care about. Preach it, brother. Uh, they've done stuff for the show, obviously with the sponsoring, but also that that beautiful Canon MF420 copier, whose name I will never forget for some reason. Um, a bunch of the businesses downtown. Um, apparently, they're uh, trying to trying to work with some of the uh, fast food establishments around here, so we don't sit in fast food lines for two and a half hours because somebody can't ring up a cheeseburger. <clears throat> so, if you want to see what Jacques can do for your business, you need to give him a call. And how do you do that? I was hoping you were going to say that as I was coughing there, John Dawson. You dial two five two two five two two eight six two eight six five three. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com. What is goeco.com or bucklesberry.com? I like it. I'm here for it. I tell you what, we have a uh, musical hint. In fact, uh, yeah, just one musical hint today. I don't want y'all to be sad or anything, though. Okay, can you hear that? This music's making me sad. She was born Joyce Penelope. Will, Wilhelmina Frankenberg. Oh, no, man, that's the next one. Sorry. This is Melissa Manchester. <laughs> okay. How old today, Jonathan Massey? This is uh, Don't Cry Out Loud. Wasn't this in the Adam Sandler movie when they're on the uh, on the ice? It might have been. It might have been. Maybe. Oh, no. I thought that was My Endless Love. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. right. Baby. <laughs> It's a little loud, dog. Oh, sorry. Getting ready to kick in. Yeah, you're right. I, gosh. Oh, man. Don't cry out loud. <laughs> Keep it inside. Hey, next yeah. time you do that, can you turn your mic off? <laughs> and run outside. Yeah. <laughs> Learn how to hide your feelings. That's what I like about this song. It's like the most unhealthy song to... Especially the way I sing it, it's really unhealthy. This is what Bill Burr says men should do. You keep it pushed down. Absolutely. You don't have any emotions, and then one day when you're 85, you just your head explodes. Melissa Manchester. I thought it was his guess. Oh, yeah, it, it is. It's your guess. I, heck if I know. 63. You say 63? What do you say, John Dawson? 68. Could have kept going. She was born February 15, 1951, so she is 73 years old today. Oh, okay. You want me to keep this plane underneath? Nah. You sure? Yeah. I don't mind. Nah, I know. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, That's what they play after most Virginia basketball games. Don't cry out loud. Hey, whatever, man. We're in second place in the football, ACC. Football, then. Yeah, football. You're okay. absolutely right. Okay. Now, she was born Joyce Penelope Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. W-I-L-H-E-L-M-I-N-A. Yeah, Wilhelmina. Really? Yeah. Did you know that? No, I don't know who it is. Uh, Frankenberg, her last name. So, Joyce Penelope. Wilhelmina. Frankenberg in Uxbridge, Middlesex, England, but we know her simply as a lovely and talented 
Jane Seymour. Oh. oh. You know? oh. Wow. Well. Everybody. <laughs> Wedding Crashers, man. Well, that's all I'm going to say. You've got to see her scene in Wedding Crashers, man. Are they built for fun or are they built for, for speed? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Jane Seymour, man. Is she, she's got to be, if you did a list of the top 50 most beautiful women in the world, she would definitely make that list, don't you think? I used to, you know, she was on that show, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Just turned the sound off. <laughs> she was a handsome lady, man. A handsome Wasn't she lady. in Touch by an Angel, too, or am I mistaken? That was Roma Downey. <laughs> no, I, there was a there was another, there was a white lady in that, too. Roma Downey. Ghost uh, Whisperer? It was, it was uh, Roma Downey and uh, you know Della Reese. Della Reese. You know what it was? Definitely not Della Reese. <laughs> no. Yeah. It was Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman came on right before Touched by an Angel. Right. So that's why I'm... And it's not... First of all, it's not Jane Seymour. It's Kitty Cat. Kitty Cat. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. It's your turn over there, John Dawson. Jane Seymour. Wait a minute. While he <laughs> figured this out, though, you got to give us... She deserves a... Oh. She deserves a double gird. Does <clears throat> she not? I'm going to see how deep I can get this one. Okay. Down in my gut. Do it like <clears throat> a rematch. Wicket, wicket. And then do it. <laughs> I don't know. How about you do that and then I'll... Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was from the soul. Deep from the diaphragm. I love it. Jane Seymour. 72. You say 72. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 73. She was born the same day, month, year as Melissa st- Manchester. <laughs> she was born February 15, 1951. She is indeed. Don't, please don't. Please don't. She was born. Uh, she is 73 years old today. So congratulations. She was in a James Massey. Bond movie with Roger Moore. Hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have. Uh, was like he, she was in uh, Live and Let Die. Okay. 73, I think. So she would have been 22. Yeah. You may want yeah. to check that out. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Okay, it's one-to-one. One. It goes back to you, uh, Jonathan Massey. And I have his bobblehead somewhere on my desk. I just I was too lazy to find it. Uh, he was one of the greatest cornerbacks to ever play right in here. the NFL. He was a star for Washington from 19... Yeah, you can pull it out, man. He, uh, from 1983 to 2002. It's the great... Daryl Green. Man, I love me some Daryl Green. Thank you. That'll help for radio. There you go. It's Daryl Green's birthday. Look at his head wiggle. You say he played from win to win? 83 to 2002. And he is one of the greatest, greatest cornerbacks to ever play. Man, you did not. There would be entire games opposing teams wouldn't throw in his direction because they knew that he was going to either pick it off or knock it down or whatever. Seriously, they game planned around him to keep from uh, from throwing it in his direction, dude. He was that good. He play, He was old when he retired. Yes, he was. 83. You say 83. No, no, no. no. You, I, was, I was saying the year that he played. I didn't think you... No, there's no way he was 20... He was not 60-some years old when he retired. You said he played from 83 to 2002. From 83 to 2002. Uh-oh. 64. John does not look happy. <laughs> My God. <laughs> he was born February 13th, 1960. Indeed, he is 64 years I mean, old. I'm today. bad at math sometimes, but I'm not that bad at math. Oh, my God. That was. Why are you doing it to me? Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Daddy's got to go to the bathroom. And any little movement right now is going to. Yeah, don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Yeah. He might die, John. He's fragile. 
I He's am. almost as old as Daryl Green. Wow. No, I'm not. How old 55. are you, Five. You're nine years younger than Daryl Green. Okay. It's almost. Okay, there you go. He Okay, it's a two to one. Jonathan, it goes to you, John Dawson. He was Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore. It's... <laughs> Christopher McDonald. Christopher McDonald. Oh, he's just hilarious in that, dude. Shooter. Yeah. How old is Shooter McGavin today over there? Uh, or uh, Christopher McDonald over there, John? Mm, 70. You say 70. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? No, 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 Doug. He has to hit it now. I had to hit it off Frankenstein's fat foot. <laughs> um, Dang, that was good. You said what, 70? Yeah. 71. Ah. Gone the I other said 69. <laughs> he was born February 15th, 1955. He is indeed 69 years old today. Shooter McGavin. So uh, last one here. Uh, it's a dead person. And no. uh, one of my, eh, one of my uh, favorite comic actors and I guess even comedians over the past few years. He died in 1997. He was in Black Sheep. And, oh, Chris Farley. Uh, yeah, Chris Farley, man. That one made me sad. Dude. I watched a sketch with him and Phil Hartman last night called Officer... Officer Willie or something like that, and it was just hysterical. Just the two of them on the sidewalk talking. <laughs> he died in 97, you yep, said? he died in 1997. How old would he be if he were alive today, Jonathan Massey? It's tied 2-2, two to two, right? Yep, it's tied 2-2, two to two, so this is for the win. I think he was 33 or 60. He was born February 15, 1964, indeed. Jonathan Massey, he would be 60 years old today. Congratulations, you win three to two. You only trail now six days to five. Uh, hey, uh, quasi-local birthday today. Uh, Garner, former Garner AD, or I'm sorry, former Green Central basketball coach and Garner AD, Charles Harris. Weren't you helping me when he was, when they came out and played in the Holiday Invitational, or was that after no, you'd already No, it was left? after I'd left. Yeah, I thought so. But uh, Charles Harris, good, good dude. Happy birthday to him. If today is your birthday, like Charles Harris and all these other guys, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goico, technology service provider. <laughs> There's no zud at the end of it. Hey, uh, thank you again. To uh, our guest today, man, what a what a fun fun show today that we had here on the Brian Hanks Show. Want to thank uh, Christopher Bradshaw in our first hour, Perry Tyndall, uh, who stayed with us not just in the first hour, but twenty minutes into our second hour, and of course to uh, my good friend and the WRNS sales executive to the stars, Jason Bryant, just one of the true true good guys, one of the great families here in Kenston and Lenore County. Listen, uh, thank you again for joining us today. Tomorrow's show. Man, do we have a show for you tomorrow. We've got, uh, we'll be live from Garner tomorrow on our, uh, for both hours. Paul Whittington will be with us. We'll have TGIF with IP to start our second hour. And then Alex Hayden from the Motor Racing Network live from Daytona, getting us ready for the Sunday's Daytona 500. Listen, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you tonight at Kenston High School. Thank you for listening to the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. <laughs>